Hello, hello, hello. Check, check, check. Check, check. Check, check, check. Do you remember the first time you heard your voice on like a tape recorder type stuff? Because that, that's something we used to have to do, you know? Yeah. It was tape recorded, but nowadays everyone's just selfie, yeah. you know? I uh, I was really moved by the sound of my own voice. <laughs> I thought I sounded like <laughs> shit. Really? And I decided that that's what, that's what I do for the rest of my life, wow. is continue recording it. Wow. I haven't stopped. <laughs> I like that voice. As far as... It sounds so warm. Why and inviting? What happened to the hat? Was it always like that? What this hat? Yeah, I bought it used. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what happened to it before I bought it a couple weeks ago. No, but it's blue and pink now. It wasn't like that last week. Or I don't know. It might. No, I think it was. I think it's the lighting in here. Oh yeah. Well, it's got it's got like pizza stains on the top. Yeah, that's yeah. rust. Oh. <laughs> I uh, yeah, it, that's rust stain. <coughs> Ouch. You're listening to The Faro Podcast Starring Todd Perry Yeah Yeah, look at me smoking weed Oh, smoking weed, look at that Me back in, what, 2000, smoking weed Buck Perez I'm like, look. This is like the third time this week that that line has come up Are you married to me or are you married to Buck? <laughs> and from the rotating gang of Cigar Store Indians Jeff Harmatz He's hella squinny. He looks like, um, you know, they pulled it out of his mother's vagina, like, at a real weird angle, and it kind of fucked up his face a little bit. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Far Out. My name is Todd Perry. The right of me is a great Buck Perez. Todd, how we doing? And, oh, oh yeah. Always classy. And uh, joining us today from the rotating gang of Cigar Store Indians, a man who hasn't been here in a little bit, but... Oh, <laughs> Lord, he's back. Uh, Quite an introduction for me. The great Jeff Harmat. Hello. Now, Jeff, you may remember from the show, is our local uh, comic book artist who, last time he was here, we were like, oh, Jeff's got this cool big thing coming up that's going to be like a real big thing. Mm. And, and, and he said... It's still not out yet. Uh, next year it'll be out. Um, <laughs> and what, what can you tell us about it? Well, have you ever drawn a comic book, Todd? It takes a very, very long time. This is a very, very big book. Next, yeah. next year's a month away. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, uh, it's coming up. Late next year. Oh. I mean, is this like the phone book? Um, are you doing... It's comparable in size. Are, are you doing uh, the Fountainhead um, comic book version? It's it's the Blue Pages, actually. Or the Blue Pages are a thing. That's the business listings. Is, is that correct? Uh, mm-hmm. I think you're... Oh, that's you're... government listings. I'm doing the White Pages. Oh, uh, okay. Well, or there's the Yellow Pages. I thought... Well, that's just residential. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Wait, am I mixing this all up? Do you know they still have that? They sure. still send that to people's homes? The yellow? Yeah. Or the blue? The, the yellow. Oh. Like, it shows up, and it's like, you know, it's like six inches thick, and I'm like, who, who who's consulting this? Well, I think it's just a free delivery of firewood. It's pretty cold here in Southern California. I'm planning on tossing the uh, stack of white pages and yellow pages I have right into my fireplace to keep warm. You have a fireplace? We do have a fireplace. Yeah. I'm wa- decadent. I'm wondering what those guys on like the Christian network do that are like buff on Jesus, and they always rip a phone book in half. Oh, my goodness. When the phone book goes away, these guys are out of business. <laughs> you know, Their you whole act goes away. They're going to like yeah. crack a cell phone, like crack. <laughs> The other comparably thick thing is the Bible, but I wouldn't imagine that these Jesus freaks would be interested in tearing up one of those bad that boys. That ain't cool. That ain't cool. I think the bit would be that they, they can't. You know, they're like, ah! 
the word is still stronger than me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, that's that's how I'd do it. That would be the end. I'd really freak people out, be like, ripped 15 phone books. We had like the San Antonio metro area phone book. We had like the San Francisco. We even had one from Ottawa, Canada, flown down from our friends up north. But right here, the good book. And then they can't do it. Yeah. And then they put the phone number on the bottom. They say, donate now. So, Jeff, you can't tell us what you're working on, but it's going to be cool. It'll be awesome. I'll be sure to tell everybody about it when that is a possible thing for me to do. All right. Will yeah. they make a movie out of it later? Uh, fingers crossed. Oh. Star Wars. Well, that's you're working the... on Star Wars. Yes, yeah. It's going to be the um, Nien Numb movie. Um, yeah. oh, oh, the Nine Numb. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Nine Numb? I think it was just Nine hyphen Numb. Okay. The guy that speaks Tagalog. Yeah. He was the first time George Lucas got to a character who didn't have an idea. He's like, I'll just do like a, an ethnicity. Yeah. This is... And he continued along that path for the rest of his career. Right. Unfortunately. Unfor- well, for some. I, you know, I'm a big fan of most of the ethnic stereotypes in Star Wars. Um, and you've seen the trailer, yeah? I have. Oh. Yeah? No? Oh, look cool. Look cool. I was like, oh, this looks like Star Wars. Good know? 80 seconds, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, I didn't. That little ball droid thing was cool. I read a very long breakdown of how people think that that works and how he fits in with all the other R series of robots. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was about fifteen minutes of my life I'll never get back. Right, exactly. I, I want to. Huh. I want to know the. It's not so much that the guy did it, but I want to know the internal dynamics going on in the man who feels he should be the one making the comment. Hmm. Like hmm. I'm the guy to break this one down. Like I am the. Uh, Standard bearer who knows everything about the R series droid. Right. I, I found it offensive that people were getting all pissed off at Black Stormtrooper when it, it's been done in Spaceballs. <laughs> right. Remember the we, classic? We found shit. Right. <laughs> yeah. That was the shit. I. The only thing that was weird to me was that they had they set up with like the Django Fett and everything was ba- like I hate I hate the the fact that at some point someone decided that Boba Fett was so awesome because he had a jetpack and therefore. George Lucas was like, then we're going to put fucking Boba Fett everywhere. We're going to make the whole, all the clones based on Django, Reinhardt or whatever, his, his father. Mm. And then we're going to, we're just going to blow this up and make everybody happy. And it, was, it just seems kind of desperate and, and obvious and forced. No, no one was happy with that. And I know a lot of people are upset about the Black Stormtrooper. It's upsetting, not that he's black, but that he's not that uh, guy who is supposed to be all the Stormtroopers. Yes. That's the concern. But what I heard was that possibly they're one step ahead. Mm-hmm. It, and the thing is, he's dressed up like a stormtrooper. He's yes. rogue. Yeah, yeah, like Han and Luke and, and Leia did in the original. That actually mm-hmm. was my first thought when I saw that. I'm it's, like, oh. But, but if he's related to Lando, that, that shit's racist. <laughs> if he's related to the only black guy we've seen in the galaxy besides Mace Windu, that's fucked up. Well, you know, Lando, think about it. He was My, a- my uncle, Lando. <laughs> Hello there. Yeah. No, well, the thing is, Lando got around, right? He was a card player. He spread his seed, yeah. Gambler. Yeah. Those guys always have multiple <laughs> children across the galaxy, you know? Yeah. He, I mean, he, he, it, it was like he was a blues musician in <laughs> outer space, Lando. So, before we get into our main topic today, which I want to talk about guilty pleasures, you know, the things that, uh, you know, we get off on, but we're kind of guilty about it. Yeah. Um... If you remember about three weeks ago, we did a show. Uh, Jeff, you did not hear this, but I will tell you okay. uh, what happened. Uh, Buck was watching my house yeah. 
for uh, for a few days while I was in London. Oh my and, goodness! And it was it was very kind of Buck. It sounds like a terrible idea. <laughs> so yeah, come on, Jeff, come on! I'll watch your padded Silver Lake with the fireplace, my feet up and shit. You have a very nice place, in naked. Silver Lake. I'd be naked. Oh, then uh, we'll just I'd come st- over and be naked. We'll be naked together. I'll keep socks on though. That's as far as I go. Our floor is very clean. There's no need for no, socks. I, I need a, I, it's, it's more meat, Jeff. It's more me. <laughs> Buck gets his ass cheeks all up on the couch and, you know. Sorry, oh. I'm, I'm giving a, uh, Jeff Mike. Right, right, right. No, no. Mouth closer. Mouth closer. <laughs> yeah, you're, 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 you're up over here. Come Sorry here. about but that. But now no it looks well. like you're going down on the mic. Yeah. Very <laughs> sensual. <laughs> is that one of your guilty pleasures? Go down on it. Go down? Okay. So, Buck. Yeah. Uh, Buck, I... I did a good job, which is what you said before I told you what really happened. <laughs> so... I, I, I watched the house, uh, at, you know, at, at best I could, and then the last day, maybe two or three hours before he came home, and everything went to shit. But, you know, the dogs are here. Well, what did you watch the house do? That seems like a very weird turn of <laughs> phrase. The house didn't do anything. You yeah. were at the house. Well, you were in I, the house. I mean, it was mainly the dogs I was watching. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I walked the dogs vigorously. They they listened to me. Mm-hmm. I was Caesar Milan in it. They they actually, you know, I, I found that I enjoy walking a dog. I had a dog for 15 years. I don't have one now, but I'll, I'll walk your dogs anytime. Oh, thank you, Buck. Just I, letting you know. Well, what happened was I... Let Buck know that the top of the list of the, you know, home instructions, you know, things to look out for during the day, yeah. how to turn on the television, when to feed the tortoise, the whole bit. The top thing said, basically without saying it's whatever the fuck you do, don't leave the door open or else the dogs <laughs> will get out of the house. Buck on his last day hmm. uh, leaves the door ajar and my dogs run a third of a mile up the block down to the Ralph's. Madness ensues. People who heard the show, I won't get into all the details. But so, uh, so Buck didn't tell me this until we did the show, right. and <laughs> which wound up being about twenty minutes of the most stressed I've ever been on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. So during the show, Buck says to me, uh, "Todd, w- please just don't tell your wife. Don't tell Sarah. Yeah, don't. I don't want her she, to be mad. She doesn't at me. need to know. She doesn't need to know. And mm. as a good, good, good buddy, yeah." I did not tell my wife. Yeah, just to summarize the whole thing, I think I I do it pretty good. At one point in time, uh, one of your dogs was with a stranger, mm-hmm. was with a strange person in a Ralph supermarket. The other one was barreling down the middle of the the street, Delamo, right here. Uh, your front door was wide open, and your <laughs> keys to your house were lost. Oh my god! And this is all in the yeah, this is all in the yeah. same afternoon. <laughs> so. <laughs> But the first thing on the shit to do list of watching the house was right. they will run door, out of the they house. They will run out. Yeah. Do it's not, a game. Yeah. Yes, they right. play the game. It's a game in which they run across traffic as wow. small seventeen-pound dogs, wow. and they will be killed. Yeah, it was not fun. So anyway, she's trying to attract him to get him back. Oh, I can't even listen to this. <laughs> this is fantastic. This is like watching. This is like watching. My wife cheating on me. Okay, this is... So she's trying to attract the dog to get around. You looked at me when I said, why did you let Buck watch your house? And then this is exactly why I was surprised that this was a a thing that happened in the first place. Yeah, Yeah, my my home became a John Hughes movie (laughs) while I was out. 
So with less teens fucking, I guess. Yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't. Maybe there's more to this story. Uh, this is the PG-13 version. So fast forward to uh, about five days ago. Huh. Uh, my wife goes to go walk the dogs. Huh. And now my neighbor across the street. I knew he would squeal. <laughs> I knew he would squeal. That motherfucker. His brother saw Sarah and was like. Oh, it's good to see you got your dogs back. Oh, oh shit. Boy. And my wife said, what? He goes, yeah, I guess like your cousin or somebody was <laughs> running up and down the street because the dogs ran out. I thought they were gone. Wow. Like that. So the weightlifting son of a bitch on his way to the gym. <laughs> That's who it is, right? Yeah. yeah. It's a bodybuilder, dude. Motherfucker. I knew he'd squeal. So my wife comes home. Ah, damn it. And she's like, what's this I hear about uh, <laughs> Buck chasing the dogs up and down the street? I go, yeah, yeah, they, they ran off to Ralph's. And she was like, well, why didn't you tell me? And I was like, well, and that's when I'm like, now I'm fucked. I try to help out my buddy who fucked up. I try to cover for his ass with my wife. Right. And now my wife's mad at me because I'm a liar. You see, that yeah. doesn't go over well when you're married with somebody day in. Day out, year over year, trust is a vital part of a marriage, Buck. And I, I understand. And you're no, you don't. You're not married, Buck. I put the gap in there. As yeah. much as you understand, you don't understand. I don't get it. Yeah. So my wife's like, "Well, that's you know, you're married to me. You're not married to Buck." <laughs> and I was like, "I know I'm not married to Buck." She's like, "Who are you married to, Todd? Me or Buck? I'm pretty sure I'm married to you, honey. Well, look, look at the marriage certificate. Look at the smiling faces and the, the people in the rental suits. That, that's me and you, doll. So, so now, this, so oh, you know, you're covering for Buck. I'm like, look, this is like the third time this week that that line has come up. Are you married to me or are you married to Buck? It's just, it's it, it's a constant in my life. I mean, shit. I'm sorry. This is like the third relationship I'm breaking up this week. Were you on Maury this week? <laughs> it's pretty bad. So that so then, I you know, I, I did nothing wrong in this entire situation, right? All I did was... All you did was keep quiet, yeah. All I did was snitches get stitches, you know? Right. But non-snitches yeah. <laughs> get fucking yelled at by their wife. So now I had to, like, make good... And then also, here, here's where... This is really fucked up, Buck. This happened the same <laughs> week that I got a, a expensive moving violation without telling my wife. Oh. That's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's straight. So... Uh, she finds out about this. You know, she's upset, obviously, because now I'm a liar. And then right on top of that, I'm like, well, might as well, you know, jump in while the water's hot. And I was like, oh, yeah, and by the way, I got a, I got a speeding ticket on Bellfly the other day. You just threw it in. Yeah, nice, and, nice. And, I, and I've already burned my traffic school, so this one's going... Uh, that's a point, honey. That's insurance to the roof. So, yeah, it was a really bad uh, week for me and my wife because... And it started with the guy across the... Hey, did you get your dog back? Eh? Yeah. Now, did, did he, okay, so he, he, he ratted you out, right? Yeah. Did, did he at least try to help you while no, you were chasing the dog? he was the worst <laughs> because he's immediately who the dog Murray went out to. And Murray was, uh, I'm in my car putting some in there. That's why I left the door slightly ajar. It was yeah, like yeah, this. I mean, it could be wide the fuck open if it's slightly ajar. Slightly, it doesn't matter. Slightly ajar. I'm and like kind of pregnant. I hear the, you know, some... Something rattling behind me. It's Murray running out, and he runs straight to the guy. And I'm like, I was, what's that? Uh, what's that one bomb diffusing movie? Uh, Hurt Locker. I was fucking like, don't move, <laughs> don't fucking move, dude. Like, hold on, we're right there. And as soon as 
scout came out, just fucking bam, and bolted out. Okay. And he now, just ran, and the guy just laughed at me. Yeah, I, I felt his laugh. Yes. Dude, you should have slapped him. And so I'm like, you son of a bitch. But he didn't pick up Murray or anything. Murray was right in front of him. The whole bomb could have been diffused right there. Well, he's yeah. a bodybuilder, right? Yeah, Maybe member- his grip is so powerful he would have uh, hurt the dog. I yeah, don't. Well, okay, well, I, I don't, don't want to get into all of the ins and outs of that. But I just want to let you know, and I want to let the audience know how this situation played out. Okay. Right. Okay. I'm fine. Buck, you know, you know, I still, I, we're not married. You, you know, I still love you. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and you're my buddy. And, and all that. Right. Just, that's how the whole situation played out. Well, you know, I appreciate, uh, you staying mum on it and keeping, you know, you did have to confess after a while. I don't, I don't, I don't blame it against you. Yeah. It's all right. Why didn't you, uh, play the card where, I don't know anything about this. Buck didn't tell me anything. The funny thing is... And that really puts Buck under, (laughs) because something bad happened and Buck didn't tell anybody. So I actually... I just took... I took fire from from all parties involved, really. Because if I said I didn't know, and then you would have came over tonight, and my wife would have been like, what's this I hear about you chasing our dogs all around the neighborhood? You know? Kudos to uh, Sarah's sister if she listens, because I think she does sometimes, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, kudos to you. See, she didn't... didn't Hoe us out, you know? We're also not snitching. Yeah. Well, I'm sure there's way worse that we've no said on the show that she could really bust mm-hmm. us with. No stitches for you. So let's get on to uh, guilty pleasures here. Buck, why don't you start this one off? We, 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 oh, okay. you know, uh, well, it's apropos. Well, you know what? How about this? I'm going to start off because the, the reason I did this topic was because of my first, uh, my first guilty pleasure. Oh. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I was reading uh, Pitchfork magazine. For, uh, or, or the online oh hipster yeah hipster alert and like I you know I love uh, I love reading music reviews you know big big music fan and so like you know I want to know I want to know what's what's you know what are the kids listening to what's happening these days you know so I, I read this uh, article and it was about the fact that I feel like you guys are both looking at me and like the judging. Just yeah, waiting. Well, I'm like, judging. You're on the precipice of, <laughs> oh, I'm going to nail his ass. <laughs> like, uh, what was that movie uh, with the... Uh, Jungle Fever? No. <laughs> yes. No, no. Yeah. Uh, Intolerable <laughs> Cruelty, yeah. where like uh, Bernie, was it Bernie Mac is is the guy who's uh, got the camera who's nailing cheating cu- couples. Like, I'm going to nail his ass. <laughs> anyway, so I... Uh, you ever want a song in your head? I got jungle fever. She's got jungle fever. We got jungle fever. We're in love. Yeah, it's the we're in love. It's that turn. You're going to hear that in your sleep, Jeff. All right. I don't think I've ever heard that song. Jungle fever. Well, you need to read Pitchfork. I guess uh, I do. They they like that song on Pitchfork (laughs) because it's a good song. So they said that this band actually came out with a really good, uh, with a good, with a really good album. So I was compelled, and and this this was a band that I used to like, and really turned sour on me. And I went really? from loving this band to completely mm. hating and despising with every fiber of my being. Smash Milkins. No, 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 no. 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 But, but so here's here's the here's the band here. Well, you'll know it when the singing starts. All right. Amazing. Happy birthday, Billy Idol, by the way. Our mission is to keep the tradition alive. It's up to us. It's our responsibility. All right, start it up now. 
Alright, it's, uh, it's why the record's good, because they, they all this shit, right? It's, uh, My Chemical Romance, your favorite band. No, 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 no. no. It's Dune's favorite band. Huh? Uh-huh. Good music? Nice, nice, uh, melodic here. Come on, singing. Myself, listening to good music, pitchfork approved. You don't know what band this is? No clue. It's Toad the Wet Sprocket. Uh, no, it's not. No? Maybe the hook? Find Young Cannibals. Fucking oh. Weezer. Weezer. Really? Buddy Holly? I've heard of Weezer. There you can hear it. Now you go. Okay, okay. Feel it now? Absolutely. Sound yeah. like Weezer? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like 1994 all over again. Just got my first pubic hair. Wow. 94? Asked, asked a girl to the dance. You're like a junior, senior, man. Yeah. So, okay. So I read, the, I read this inter, you know, interview and review that says, Weezer finally make a good record for the first time since after their first two records, which are fantastic. Right. Weezer and uh, Pinkerton. And then, uh, then they made just bad novelty music. Like uh, the, one of the three worst songs ever written. Uh, Beverly Hills by Weezer. Mm-hmm. That's bad. I, I, I Want to Fly Away by Lenny Kravitz. That, ah, I hate that song. Dun, dun. There's no song. Okay, the, the the riff is the most cliche rock riff it's ever. Terrible. Written. It's terrible. And the lyrics are always like, "I want to fly, fly so high." Like it's every cliche actually with the most cliche riff. And then that yeah, all that like I'm a rock star, like Kravitz grunting. I hate that. Yeah. And then uh, there's well, I don't forget what the third song. Like Cobra Cabana sticks in your head. But so not Mambo I, Number Five. Oh, that's a great song. Uh, little bit of Monica's all I need. Little bit of Reed. How, how do you feel bad? You don't feel bad listening to that. You could, be, you, could, you could watch a guy getting stumped by 40 people in front of you. That'd be playing like, ah, oh, it's not bad. It's good. You probably That's probably going to be in the next Scorsese movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? You know, he always does the music that doesn't quite. Yep. He's playing like Atlantis by, uh, what's his, by. Uh, Donovan. Don, yeah, Donovan. Yeah. Anyway, so, and, and so I, I, I downloaded the record legally and. And then, like, every song's good on it. Like, it's really? all good, great melodic pop music, and it's minus all the shit that was bad about Weezer. Well, so, I don't want to undercut your point here, but you mentioned Blue and Pinkerton. I am a big fan of the Green Album. Yeah, big oh. fan. Big fan. Yeah, the Green Album's when it all went south. <laughs> that's what people say, but that's, it's still good. That's when we saw them in concert. Point? Yeah, in Long Beach at the yeah. bowling alley. Yeah, at a Long Beach bowling alley. We're smoking weed, and... Right Listening to the, rock and roll music. And the uh, security guy comes up and you guys were like looking at me like, oh, it's his. I remember this moment. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, you guys were, all three of you were like, oh, no, not ours. Who are all three of us? This guy, right? It was us, Oscar. Was right I now? smoking weed? Yeah. Yeah, look at me smoking weed. <laughs> oh, yeah? In a car. Yeah. <laughs> In a car. Were all the windows rolled up? Yes. So I was doing it appropriately. Right. 
Oh, smoking weed. Look at that. Me back in, what, 2000. Smoking weed. Look at us. Maybe 2003. I don't know. What year was that? Uh, maybe 2000. Came out in 2001 because I was definitely in high school when that came out. And this is oh. before it came out. Were you smoking weed? I was not smoking weed. Oh, definitely, oh. definitely not. Even when you listen to the Green album? Oh, I never with, put that together. With the hash pipe song on it? Over my head at the time. Anyway, we're getting long on this here, but... Yeah. So we... we, we well, you know what? Maybe it was that situation when I learned not to snitch. Huh? What's that? <laughs> when you when all you guys just looked at me like, yep, it's his. It's his <laughs> weed, officer. The bowling, bowling guard officer. It was like some red to cop guy. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll put it away. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. Yeah. That's one place you don't want to get kicked out of is a bowling alley. Right. If you get blacklisted, yeah. where are you going to bowl? <laughs> you know that Weezer crowd is really going to like tear the joint up. Mm. You know, it's like, like a bunch of bikers showed up. But yeah, so then I put on the whole record and I was like, fuck, I really like this. And then I was like, shit, I can't listen to this on Spotify because everyone will see in the Spotify list, what I'm listening to. Why? You know, because when you go on Spotify, you have all your friends that you add and you see what they're listening to. So you go, oh, I'd like to listen to that record. That sounds good. That guy has good taste. And I can't have people going, Todd's listening to Weezer. I'd get caught. The Weezer, like having Weezer in your Spotify, especially if you're known for being a person with great taste, that's really going to fuck you up. People are, they're going to change their opinions about you. Right. Not only that, I look old and out of touch mm. because that's like, you know, 94. That's kind of my high school era. So, mm. Oh, Todd's stuck in the 90s. Exactly. Uh, mm. Next, he's going to throw on the, the Smashing Pumpkins and then uh, move over, maybe get a little crazy with some Soundgarden, mm. you know? Although I like all those bands. But, you know, it, you don't, I, don't, I never want to be seen like when I was maybe uh, 28. And then I saw guys that were really hyped on the new Motley Crue release. Oh, oh boy, that is a, that's a tough situation to find yourself in. And you're like, oh man, who are these guys? Like, get, get move on, mm. you know, move on. And I, and that's a move on moment. Seeing a guy my age, if you were 22, was like fucking Weezer, man. But if it's good, it's good. It's good. It's a good record. Um, well, real quick, I know uh, you probably have a lot of guilty pleasures you want to get through, but one of mine. And it's a similar situation is I'm really digging the new Taylor Swift album. Good God, man. <laughs> no, dude, you, you... You knew I, that would elicit some kind of reaction. No, but you had... The thing is... What the hell's wrong with you? Jeff, you have a weird uh, fixation with Taylor Swift. I do have a weird fixation with Taylor really? Swift. Really? Right now, my Facebook uh, profile picture is my recreation of the cover of 1989. I saw that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Meaning what? You drew Taylor Swift... You drew the cover? No, no. I just, I. It's a, it's a Polaroid photo of her standing in front of a wall, and she sharpied T S nineteen eighty nine, the year she was born, and the name of her album. Hmm. I took my uh, laptop out, um, out in front of my front porch, and took a photo of myself in the same position, and photoshopped it so it looked like it had the same light. I put a lot of effort into recreating this because I was really excited about the new Taylor Swift album. I'm sure. Now, now what would be, if you're really into this record, mm -hmm. is there a specific track that's your go-to? Well... It's the hate, hate, hate uh, one. Uh, the what? The haters want to hate, hate, hate. Uh, that was, I like that song a lot. But, but, uh, Taylor Swift? Shake it off. Shake it off. It's, it's not Rick off. Ross. Haters no, want to hate. Uh, well, I loved Blink Spaces before it was a big single. I was like, yeah, ahead you of the were, game you on were, that. You were yeah, ahead of that. It was so underground. Um, <laughs> which I swear that that song is actually, if you listen to the lyrics, I yeah. really think it's about Hellraiser. Um, right, well, I don't it. think. <laughs> what? Let's hear it. What the fuck does it I mean, she's cute. Like, she's very I, cute. Like, I'm, I, I'm into her. She doesn't have a much. It doesn't have an ass. Great thigh gap, though. You know what I'm saying? Okay, what's this goddamn? She can say I don't have an ass. That's all right. 
I don't know. This is her? This is her. Nice 808 snare here. They all trying to sound like Lord right now, huh? Yes. Yeah. Lord, 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 I am Lord. <laughs> this isn't country. You sound like Johnny Cash. Lord, Lord, I am Lord. No, this is a pop album. She went pop, and she did it very successfully, in my opinion. Oh. So she wasn't pop before. She was pop country. Now she's just full-fledged pop. Never, ever getting back together. Oh, wait, that's the... I mean, in terms of what it is, it's one of the better versions of that thing. Exactly. But I'm still not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not driving down Bellflower Boulevard on the way to work listening to this. Then <laughs> oh. people might think I touch children. <laughs> you know? Well, Taylor Swift does look like a little girl, and I know you were talking about how sexy what she is. Um, I still think she looks like she's 15. Uh, I don't think oh, she yeah. has a lot of sex appeal. I think she's an attractive person, but... There's nothing sexy about her. You just admire her as a music artist. As a music artist, as a wow. finely put together human being. Hmm. Um, okay. But she's not no, rubbing no, my engine. No, no, dude. She's got a whole list of jilted lovers and mm. bad romantic decisions. Mm. How can you say she's well put together besides amazing thigh gap? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, she's got kind of a weird lineup of exes, too. I could go through a few of them if you care to hear them. Let's hear Well, most of the songs on this album are about Harry Styles from One <laughs> Direction, who is just a weird-looking motherfucker. He's like mm. a squinny boy. Which uh, one is he? He's the one that people like. He's the squinny boy. And squinty? One, yeah. What is... He's hell of squinny. He looks like, um, you know, they pulled him <laughs> out of his mother's vagina, like, at a real weird angle, and it kind of fucked up his face a little bit. Oh, really? Yeah. So he, the, the weird-looking... The- He's got the weird comb over too, right? I think so. Yeah. Oh, he's the one with the big sweepy hair. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. all over the. It's like a mm. yeah. It's a comb over, but the guy has a lot of hair. He's got to kind of cover that deformed head of his. That it's noggin. Amazing. Oh, that's it. It's like Joey Ramone. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a rough look, and he's covering it. <laughs> I didn't know Joey Ramone had a weird head. Dude, he has a weird. head. He looks like a fish. <laughs> <laughs> you never seen a picture of Joey? See, hey, R.I.P. Hey, he's, he did. He did look like it. He, he did, did look like a fish. Did you look down to see if you were wearing a Ramones shirt that you could point out Joey on there to me? Uh, next time you see Joey Ramone, it's always a photo from far away, <laughs> mm-hmm. and he's got the hair in front of his face. If you pull that, he's got weird uh, reptilian teeth. No shit. And he's got a weird... Un- he's underformed. You know, some people are deformed, mm-hmm. and some people are just like still zygotish. Yeah, so right. he's fetal. Yes. He has a fetal look, Joey Ramone. No, no, horrible looking. I remember growing Great up voice, though. Growing up in the 80s, honestly, I thought Joey Ramone and Howard Stern were the same person. Because mm-hmm. my aunt used to watch uh, you know, Letterman all the time, and Stern would come on there. And then I'd see Joey Ramone, and I always thought they were the same. Like I, <laughs> I thought Howard Stern was the lead singer of the Ramones for a minute. You know, In well, my mind, which would be even more awesome, right? Well, yeah. I, mean, I mean, Joey Ramone makes Howard Stern look like Rob Lowe. Okay. Oh man, yeah. I got to take a good look at this character. Yeah. Uh, so, Buck, uh, guilty pleasure. Well, it's apropos we're talking about the the doggies because, again, on the radio, unbeknownst to you, <laughs> I take them for walks sometimes. Yeah, I don't care if you. Know. Let you hey, hey, well, I hear well, you take them off leash and just. <laughs> no, I mean, just recently, like when mm-hmm. you guys are at work. Oh, you stopped by my house. Well, the you, whole you, key incident when I didn't have a key. I couldn't find the key for one thing, and the were key you high? Was- <laughs> you were clearly high this morning, right? <laughs> well, you know, waking and baking is part of the routine. 
but I couldn't find the key and the front door was wide open. So that made so me just walk through the door. That made me think of, you know, God forbid, what if I'm in this situation again, I need to have backup, you know, I need a backup. So I immediately went and had a, a house key of your, of your house made just for me. Oh, okay. Just so I have one, you know, to all the locks in your house. And so wait 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 so is is that why Cheech and Chong's next movie was on my DVR? I was like I don't think Some, Sarah recorded. Sometimes that. I leave clues, you know. <laughs> I was like, who records the Corsican Brothers? Yeah, that movie sucks. That movie's awesome when the hand goes in the horse's ass. Yeah, mm. that was awesome. But uh, as far as you know, when you guys are both working, sometimes I have the day off and uh, I don't get shit to do. So I got the key to your house and I'll just come in and walk the dogs. You just walk. They right? won't tell you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, do you know, know you know Sam Simon, the co-creator of The Simpsons, who's uh, dying and donating his fortune to animals and all that? No. Um, well, that's a real thing, and he's yeah. like a yeah, he's he's got like a weird kind of cancer. He's dying. Read an interview with him where he said having somebody walk your dogs or paying somebody to walk your dogs is like paying somebody to fuck your wife. Like you're missing the best part. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Right. And that's why I realized you know, walking your dogs it was therapeutic for me. I felt, you know, I wasn't concentrating on anything but those dogs. Well, maybe you should get your own dog. I want you nowhere near my dogs. <laughs> well, you know, it, if you come home... You're cut, some, your relationship with my dogs are cut <laughs> off. And that's why, I, you know, I felt a little iciness, a little tension, you know, especially from... Not from you, from Sarah, but, uh, you know, amongst the dogs. So that's why I have to go on my own free will and walk the dogs on my own. Please it, don't tell Sarah. It's like if you were our babysitter don't tell Sarah. and you were taking our dogs to the, uh, my, like I, I had a kid and you're taking the kid to the track and the titty bar. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not happening anymore, Buck. Uh, it, your relationship with my dogs is only Uncle- possible when I'm around and supervising. Oh, man. You are not to be alone. I'm on court supervised. With oh, Murray geez. or Scout. Oh, Forever. What about me? Can I take your dogs for a walk? Oh, totally fine. My dogs usually bite you. They yeah. hate him. They so, hate him. It'll be a bonding experience for the three of us. Another guilty pleasure I have. Oh. Mm, not beer. Is uh, uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh. I'm very curious about this place. Have you been there? I have never been there. Okay. So I guess they call it like BW3 or something in like the Midwest or other parts of America. But Buffalo Wild Wings, you go in there mm. and it's just TVs everywhere yeah, playing yeah. sports. And they got beer, right? Everywhere. They got beer on tap. They got like yeah. $4 beers. Four dollar beers, like you know, they always have their one specialty beer. You get like a you know, it's six a twenty-two ounce beer for you know four dollars. And the wings are fantastic. And I go in there and I get the mango habanero wing. Good right? God. And then, and then I get the, the, the second to the hottest, the wild. And I sit there and then I eat French fries with ketchup on them. And, oh. and I always go with the guys from work. Like once a week, we'll be like, B-dubs, let's do it. B-dubs, Culver City. And we go over there and then I've got a guy who works there. Named, his name is Sean Taylor. But we call him T-Bone. Oh, no. He has a better name. Oh, yeah. And he's a very flamboyantly gay black man, and his name is Sean Taylor. So, Buck, what do you think we call Sean Taylor? I don't know. Shantae. Oh, there you go. Now your name's just Twan. That's so dope. Sashay? Shantae. Right. Shantae. Shantae. So we're like, oh, Shantae's oh, working. So we only sit in Shantae's section. Like, oh, shit, Shantae. So like, in, 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 wings. And so, you know, wings, it's like, a, it's a 
2400 calorie meal mm, plus the fries plus nothing healthy about that beer i end up spending 30 dollars on my lunch so i feel guilty about the expenditure and then everybody at work gets diarrhea usually because <laughs> <laughs> we have to out spice each other hmm and they were all just like, oh, it's like three o'clock and you don't see anyone, you know, people are lining up for the bathrooms, cracking toilet seats, you know. Oh, God. And so it's just like it's a real, literally a shit show mm. uh, whenever we go to Zing. Buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> and then and it's also like I have this part of me that feels guilty about my jockish love of sports. Like I dig football. I like all, I'm like I feel like I have an artistic side. I have a creative side that understands that, and I also have a meathead jock uh, end of me that likes watching uh, grown black men beat each other up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And wow. so, I, I, so then all this comes, and then I love chicken wings, and I feel bad because I feel like I should be a vegetarian on some level because like eating animals is just like wrong because they're, they're like sweet, they're cute, they're like my dogs, you know. And so the Buffalo Wild Wings just makes I, I leave feeling awful, but while as you should, like a dirty whore. But while I'm there with Shantae, my mango habanero wings dipped in ranch, watching, I don't give a fuck. Does Shantae feed them to you? Does he like reach across the table? Like, oh my God, yeah. wouldn't that be it? He has to hold it there <laughs> for, he holds it for a long period of time where you have to like gnaw on all the little chicken bones. <laughs> yeah. Just hands up there for five minutes. Yeah. yeah. And I just, nice. uh, 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 <laughs> on the wing. But, you know, I, Tilted kilt, okay. It's a restaurant. They got wings. The wings aren't that good. They got titties, but they. Th- I will take uh, good wings over titties anytime. Mm-hmm. That's why I go to Buffalo. Good Wild wings Lakes. over regular titties. Are they good titties? Or are they bad titties? Bad. Oh, I mean, there's no titties at Buffalo. It's Shantae. Oh no, but uh, at t- uh, tilted tilted kilt. Good titties. Good titties. Okay. Bad wings. Mm. Hooters. Good titties. Mediocre wings. Mm. Buffalo Wild Wings, fantastic wings, and Shantae. Let me ask you this, and this might not be relevant for people who are listening that are not in L.A., but you always see the signs for, it's like a topless sports bar, which I assume is just Hooters taken to the next level. I was curious if either of you guys had been to that place. I have not been to a topless sports bar. Topless sports bar. Mm -hmm. It's weird when there's toplessness, especially bottomlessness, and food being served. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, mm. it's Japanese people are okay with it, but I'm always weird. Like, I'm sorry, is that your titty in my salad? Well, titties are uh, are their food. That's really what they are. Right? No, no, they are uh, vessels of food. Okay, they're not actually. You know, so they're more like a plate, uh, the gravy like, boat, perhaps. They're like a bottle. Okay, fun bag. Yeah, could fun be fun bags. Fun bag. Yeah, fun bags. That's the medical term. <laughs> Fun bag. Grey's Anatomy. It just yes. says fun bag. Yes. Minor. Buck Perez, guilty pleasure. Well, it's not really a pleasure, but I do feel guilty after I do it. Sometimes I wear the socks from the day before. I'm a bachelor. I don't get to do too much laundry. Well, this is guilty pleasure. It's not like well, I'm just shit, saying, you shit I feel guilty for. Married. Well, I did, it the other, I did it this morning when I was thinking of what I was going to write for the show. Did you put your <laughs> yesterday's socks back on or you just didn't take them off from the night before? Uh, Back. Back on. Back on. Yeah. All right. But with the dirtier part, I folded it over. So it's like, you know, um, it's like an extra cushion on my foot. And, oh, and it's just dirty anyway. Is wait, it crispy? The dirty, part, the dirty part of the... Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I got it. I'm not, not getting not the visual. Not 100%. You know, it's it's toasted. Because you have, you have like seafood in your socks because you, of your job, right? You're well, dropping you're, a lot of lobster. Your dogs do lick my shoes <laughs> incessantly. There's yes. a lot of butter. It's a lot of chowder. 
a lot of butter on your heel. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, crustacean, right. you know? And then you re-wear that, that, that you know, that's, it smells like Neptune's asshole. Huh. You, you re-wear that, and now your, your, your foot is about 27 inches from my face. Wow. Yeah. And, and I'm looking at that, and that's yesterday's shoe. Well, sock. Sock, yeah, yeah. And, but like I said, I folded the bottom part over that was really crusty and folded that over so it's like an extra cushion on my foot. I'm Dr. <laughs> Scholl in it right no, now. No, fold it under so you have to deal with it, not other people. Right. You know, because then you're putting it on us. <laughs> but if it's crispy, how is that comfortable? Or not crispy, but crusty, I think is the word you used to describe it. Right. Moist, I'd assume. Well, mm-hmm. you know me, I do have swamp foot. I do have constantly sweaty hands and feet. <laughs> oh, God. So it's a constant, you know, yin and yang with the dryness and, you know, I, wetness. I don't get the pleasure angle of it. Uh, well, I, like I said, I, I was I, I was reaching for material and <laughs> I was putting my socks on this morning. I said, oh, this is one. This is one I'll use. We've done nearly 250 yeah. shows. <laughs> this is this the, is guilty pleasure. The reacher is on guilty. guilty pleasure number five, not on two. All right. Jeff Armat's guilty pleasure. Um, so I don't know how guilty I should feel about this, but um, I think it's appropriate to bring it up. Um, it's a show that um, is beloved by me. I know that some people really like it. Uh, it was just canceled. But everybody I talk to, when I tell them that, I, oh, I'm going to go home and watch some of this show, Heroes. gives me the uh, the big old uh, cockeye. Yeah. Hello? Hello? Check, check. Oh, sorry. Right. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Sorry about that. Okay. Continue. No. So yeah, I tell people I'm I'm gonna watch some of this show, and they give me the old uh, cockeye, uh, Franklin and Bash. If you guys have ever seen that, is that like some kind of like USA? It is on TNT, I believe. It's All right. About, that's the, the 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 rich man's USA. Uh, I did TNT. not know that that was uh, the higher quality version. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. But yeah. the premise of the show it stars uh, Zach Morris, whose name is an actor I can't be. Mark Paul Gosler. Mark Paul Gosler and Breckenmeyer are two best friends. They're bros, and they're also lawyers. Sounds um, horrible. And they solve. Uh, <laughs> they they argue cases for their. Uh, Broey friends and all the episodes end with them having a party at their Malibu beach house and did, surfing. Um, did the uh, season finale have AC Slater? Uh, I don't yeah. think it did. Unfortunately, they represented Dustin Diamond. So what's 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 this? Sounds horrible, by the way. This is you <laughs> should be guilty. Bad. And so what? What's the average problem they're getting one of their broey friends out of? Um, I just saw this one where one of their broey friends was really happy living in an old folks home, and the board of the old folks home uh, wanted to kick him out. They said, you know, you're 33. Uh, you can't live at this old folks phone home. Okay. Uh, and he was just having fun doing beer bongs and uh, jumping off roofs with the old people. Now, obviously, there's that scene towards the uh, middle of the second act where he attempts to seduce an old woman. Uh, I think they've done that before. Uh, the ongoing storyline for the last and unfortunately final season was Breckenmeyer slept with Zach's mother, who is uh, an older sex surrogate, whatever that is. Oh, God. Oh. Well, in Malibu, you might find those. Yeah, yeah. That's weird. But it's just, it's them being bros and talking about banging bitches and drinking beers and partying. And it's not really the lifestyle that I like, that I care about. Yeah, no, because there's no partying or sex going on in your life. I've never been to a party. I've never had sex. Um, <laughs> yeah, you've always been the kind of guy I've known to be a guy Straight who arrow. really enjoys partying and is really into sex. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's it's, it's approaching it from a frat guy kind of angle, and I've yeah. never been a frat guy. I went to a college with no frats. I rebel against frats. Like, that's what... 
I do, and what watching was, the frattiest show you could ever watch. What was the college with no frats? Um, the Claremont schools. Uh, there are no. There's like unofficial frats, but they don't have like a fraternity row or anything like mm. that. Mm. I like when you go to a school that's just many schools. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's kind of weird, right? That's yeah. a little weird, but it was all one big campus. But they divided up, and I don't know. You know, who knows? Yeah, I got an education, and that's what counts. Very good diploma on the wall. All right, let's 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 go through one more on this, and then because uh, we're getting a little long here on the show, uh, another guilty pleasure here. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, oh, I did music before. I won't do that one. How about this? Okay, <clears throat> I feel very guilty about this. Um, okay, let me turn up my headphones. I uh, sometimes turn on my headphones. every once in a while, I like to enjoy a little bit of a Copenhagen long cut mint. Hey. Is this what your buddies are working in? No, no. This is they. They won't. They won't be a part of this. Huh? Um, okay, and what what happens is every once in a while I'll just like to you know I'll get a little drunk, and then I'll sneak out to the garage, and I'll grab buck leftover. I don't tread on me. Yellow, you know those like those redneck flags, like the don't tread on me. Mm. Like oh, guy, guy up the block here wouldn't believe it. Lakewood guys flying one from his house up the street. And uh, Buck left one of those cups over here, yeah. which, which you'll never get back, and huh. a coffee cup. And I, I like to take that out. It's my redneck cup. And I'll get a little long cut. And I'll sit in the garage. And I will play a little guitar. And I'll just do a, just do a little dip. So dip is the one where you spit? Because I thought there was a difference between the stuff you just keep in your cheek and then the one you kind of chew and spit. Yeah, there's the chew and spit, which is the full leaf. Okay. Right? And then there is the, the, the kind of finely diced up stuff that you just, like the baseball players use, you just let chill and right. in, in that the thing. And then you just like, and then you just like that. And then you keep it tight and then you ball around around the mouth and you keep it like that. And then you um, it's a very mild nicotine buzz. It's a very nice flavor. Mm-hmm. I actually enjoy the flavor. The only problem is that usually once I hit, 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 hit the wad, you know what I'm saying? I, I have the urge to shit really fat. Like uh, right. once it hits the blood, it brings out the bowels. Yeah, is it just it's the like if you're ever constipated, Copenhagen long cut mint. Just and you're just like you will shit if, if you're not ready. I've, I've come out here in the garage and I've been like, all right, oh god, and then I've like <laughs> the, 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 like you know uh, the crowning dance, and it will turn any uh, poo you have chambered immediately into diarrhea. Uh, Especially if you go to Buffalo Wild Wings earlier in the day. Wow. So, it, it, like, you could have the most firmest, fluffiest deuce on on deck. You could drink that, and then suddenly you're, you're just completely liquid inside. Yeah. Uh, you're saying, you know, we're in a room uh, with uh, two smokers. I hope that's okay to say, and I think that that's the most disgusting thing, doing chew and spitting in, in your garage. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, it doesn't hurt the lungs. It's just vile. It's way though. more. It's way way more healthier than than cigarettes. I respect you more than the vapors. Oh, the people that vape. I've been doing that. I respect you more than that. Thank I, you that, for doing that. It's more manly. I went to a vape. I had to work at a vape convention. Oh, and I was like, I was like, convince me. All right, I got a pack of Marlboro Reds. Oh. Convince me that this is better. Oh I, yeah, it's so, I left it's so douchey. I left with my with my uh, my cigarettes in tow. Yes. <laughs> Uh, they, they were kind of weird. Because it's like... They were kind of weird. When any time... Because, you know, a cigarette's <clears throat> fucking cool, right? It, the vapor, the whole, like, we've taken cigarettes and made it technological and yeah. way less pleasurable. I, I, like I told them, it's like, I want to smoke something that, one, doesn't taste like apple or jasmine, 
And two, <laughs> that doesn't look like I'm smoking out of something from uh, the bar at Tatooine. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's what I told him. I'm like, look, just make me something that looks like a cigarette and that tastes like a cigarette, and I'll smoke it. But until you get some, I don't want to taste this apple, ginger, jasmine shit. And then the, the people get all really, like, okay, like, like I always say this, like, I, I, I love Buck because Buck smokes weed, but Buck never shows up to my house with some, like, weird-ass weed brownie he bought at a dispensary where it's right. like, this is jello pudding-flavored weed, or this, you know what I'm right. saying? Like, this is green <laughs> crack, or, like, all the crazy weed. Buck just smokes weed. Right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, just it's smoke weed. Weed. <laughs> but now the guys who are the occasional smokers are the guys that get all fucking foodie about it. Right. And like, oh, no, this is a Sonoma Red Tail. Like, it's wine yeah. or craft beer, which is getting annoying. I don't even, like, I remember I had someone buying me shit from a dispensary. They're like, you want sativa or, well, what's the other one? Indica. Indica. You want sativa or indica? I'm like... I don't give a fuck. Just give me just the one that gets me. Yeah, yeah. the one that gets me real high. That one. (laughs) All right. The one that's gonna make me lose keys, leave doors open. Yeah. I don't care. I want to. You can tell me it's sativa. I don't care. Which one is weed? (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jeff. Uh, Oh wait. Oh yeah. Yeah. You have guilty pleasure. All right. right. We got one more for Jeff, and then we're we're out. All right. Well, is this is this queued up? Yeah. Can we hear? Yeah, we're on. on. Another musical cue. Can we hear it? Oh, What's going on? Oh my! Anyway, the, anyway, I've been getting back into the '80s. When mm-hmm. I was in the '80s, I was, uh, you know, my, my both my parents worked, so we had someone named Vicky who took care of us back in the day. Was she hot? She was very hot. Now I'm looking back at it. She was very cool. She uh, very much into Van Halen, very much into hair metal. Oh, that this sounds is, very sexy. This is 1982. Driving around in Vicky's Camaro, oh, in a red wow. red Camaro, you know, sitting in the back. That can make a real impact on a man sexually. It, it did very much. So, uh, yeah, I think she was going to El Camino at the time too. <laughs> so she was exactly like some of the chicks I dated at El Camino. But uh, as far as you know, this music, this is the music of my childhood right here. Hot for Teacher, 1984, Van Halen. Uh, White Snake, unfortunately. Oh, that's bad. That's big no. into White Snake. That's she was bad. big into White Snake. You know, Rat. Oh, that's bad. Did she ever like wash her Camaro listening to this music <laughs> while you got to watch? <laughs> like Daisy Dukes? Yeah. Uh, I remember going to the beach with her a few times. Those are good times. Yeah, Those are good times. So I, I, you know, but you know, this music I had to disavow at one point in time. I remember. Should've. I remember <laughs> being with. You know, certain groups of people, you know, listening to punk rock and, yeah. you know, the grunge movement and all that shit. You, you couldn't listen to this. No, that's this is the most anti-grunge <laughs> or punk rock music. Like, I know, but that's why I Diamond loved. David Lee Roth was not... Awesome. What was it? They had the Us Festival and it was, they had one night was The Clash mm. headlining. Very credible. Punk rock, like, you know, yeah. fuck the man music. And then the other night was Van Halen. Who is incredible. Yeah, with uh, David Lee Roth. And I guess <laughs> David Lee Roth walked out with like a, a, a handle of Jack Daniels. Yeah. And just chugged it on stage and goes, let's see the Clash do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then Michael Michael Anthony showed up with his bass guitar that looked like a bottle of Jack Daniels. Right. And played really shitty bass. Oh, it's so awesome. Yeah. But, you know, I... 
this is my guilty pleasure listening to this. Listening to 1984 and all that stuff. This is this is my Steve. I think the guiltier pleasures on this album Ooh. even is the stuff with the synthesizers, like Jump. Uh, yeah, that was horrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For that time, too. Everyone's yeah. like, what, the, what is this shit? What are you doing? And then uh, in the video, David Lee Roth's doing the whole Japanese, you know, uh, what is it? Oh, ribbon shit. dancing, yeah, right? Yeah, ribbon dance shit. It was horrible. <laughs> well, but it was cool at the time, you know? See, I like, you know what? I can get with uh, Van Halen with David Lee Roth. Because David oh. Lee Roth is such like a cartoon okay. character that it's funny. Like, he's this is, he's having a laugh. This is another dark period for me, guilty pleasure. I was very much into Van Hagar. No, Van oh, Hagar. I was no. very much into Van Hagar back in the day. Sammy was being way too oh, serious. Right now. OU812 yeah, the, the album it was just called OU812 I don't know why but yeah I remember buying that album yeah, yeah buying a Balance. lot 5150 yeah no it, they just oh, they got man. too serious for unlawful carnal knowledge that was in the 90s and I bought that shit yeah, <laughs> yeah it was horrible I was tortured by friends that like you, you ever hear Eruption Man <laughs> yeah yeah one yeah. of the best guitar solos of all time, man. Yeah. My, my dad, even, because my, my dad plays guitar, one time, like, my dad and I are sitting around, and I'm in South Carolina with my dad, and he's like, moment of silence, and he gets, like, real, like, bro, man to man with me. He's like, you ever hear eruption? And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh. no, 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 you know? Yes. You gotta listen to the Smashing Pumpkins, Dad. Once you can play, I remember being at one of my buddy's house, Dave, who was a guitar tech. And one, of course Dave was a guitar one tech. Of, one of his friends, who's this short little bald dude, rocked my world when he played Eruption on guitar. I was just like, oh shit, he's playing Eruption right now, dude. It's this little short George Costanza motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. He was the shit. Automatic points in my book, man. Jeff Harmatz, your, your uh, guilty pleasure. All right, um... So I'm a I'm a bit of a guy that likes to cook. I enjoy good food. Um, I'm mm. a, a gourmand. If that's not a, a too goofy of a thing to say, did you say gourmand? I think I did. You I, should just be guilty about calling yourself a that's, gourmand. Uh, that's the first and last time that will ever happen. Mm. Name I'd never self apply. <laughs> um, but I, I do love. Um, and there's actually there used to be one by your house. I've had trouble locating it since it moved. But um, the national chain of hot dog sellers, Wiener Schnitzel. Oh. Uh, I love that place. Really? Chili oh. fries. The chili fries are quite good. Uh, they put the chili on everything. Yeah. Oh, it's man. Disgusting. <laughs> I, I actually, you know, I'm with you, but I do have a line. Mm. I only go high end at Wiener Schnitzel. Such a, well, like what? I go, I go all beef dog. Okay. I don't, I don't get mm. the, the lips and assholes. No, the lips and the assholes is what makes it taste so good. You're a Jew, Jeff. <laughs> How are you going to eat the lips and asshole pork uh, dog when you can have the, the pure beef? Because it's the, uh, I've never had a lip taste so good um, when it's in a hot dog and it's from a pig. I, you know, I find the lips and assholes hot dogs to be a little airy. Mm. And mm. as you're a gourmand, you would appreciate the thicker, more substantial all-beef hot dog. And I'll, I'll, I'll do you this. The Western dog there would have that slat, little, little slab of bacon on it mm-hmm. and, then, and, then, and then cheese and a barbecue sauce. See, barbecue sauce has no Good place God. on a hot dog or a hamburger. Um, it's too sweet. Good God. It covers up all the meat uh, tastes. Barbecue, I don't like barbecue sauce at all. I'm a fan of that type of barbecue where it's just dry. I had a, mm. I had a bacon-wrapped hot dog with... Uh, Wasabi aioli mm. and seaweed and pineapple in it. What the fuck? <laughs> it was good. That was my lunch. Did you slap the guy from? Uh, it was uh, from a uh, truck called Tokyo Doggy Style. Oh cool. yeah, yeah. I also had octopus balls from them. 
The takoyaki. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Wait, octo- you know what I'm talking? O- octopi have balls? <laughs> they make them out of the octopus. Octopi. So they ground up an octopus. It's like a rice ball or something like that, too. Yeah. yeah it's so good. it's rice and octopus. Fried. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't that sound so inhumane? Like, <laughs> we take an octopus and we grind it. Yeah. We grind it down and we make it into a ball. So it fits in the palm of your hand. You hear what I'm saying here? We ball up the octopus and then, then you eat it. And then you sh- you shit out octopus. So octopuses is actually that's the one animal I do feel guilty about eating because um, huh. they're super smart. And it's okay. like and it's so chewy. It's like it's fighting back. Well, it's delicious. I you've seen <laughs> Old Boy where they eat the live octopuses and they just kind of claw your way claw their way down your throat as, as you swallow them. Mm. I would love to do that, but I would just feel I would feel very guilty about it. I don't know if it's a pleasure of mine yet. But. Yeah, would you ever eat eat something that was killed right in front of you? Oh, absolutely. The problem is with eating something that's alive. I would totally kill something. And I've, you've never cooked crabs? Well, as, as far as like I've never killed, as far as hit it with a mallet <laughs> after it's dead. Well, what's the difference between <laughs> boiling a crab or hitting it with a mallet? It's dying either way. No. Huh. Yeah. Whenever you get into the argument of the humaneness and you still eat the meat, mm-hmm. you're just kind of wrong in the argument. Yes. You know, yeah. all together. My guilty pleasure eating meat. I'd like to thank everybody for listening to the Far Out Podcast. Buck Perez. Oh, thank you. Jeff Harmatz. Hello. We'll be back next week.